This week we've been talking about Benay, the son of Jehoda. And the story is so rich, it's so good that when we look deeper into the scriptures and understand that the stories of people who are not prevalent are also very vital. Now, our first Chronicles chapter 11, verse 24 and 25, which says that such were the exploits of Benay, son of Jehoda. He too was as famous as the three mighty warriors. Well, here's verse 25. He was held in greater honor than any of the 30, but he was not included among the three. And David put him in charge of his bodyguard. Now, when you look at this verse, he was held in great honor than any of the 30. But he was recognized, he was respected, but he was not included among the three. The message this morning is only three words. Pursue emotional wealth. Yeah, yeah. Pursue emotional wealth. Because when we look at, at emotional wealth, we have to be mindful that it, it, it can look like rejection if you're not emotionally healthy. But the first question is, of course, what does it mean to be emotionally healthy? What does it mean to pursue emotional wealth? And emotional wealth is really all about establishing, making sure you have a deep-rooted sense of peace and joy in your everyday life without relying on other things to bring you joy. We, we, we hear the phrase about financial wealth. We hear that relatively often. We hear that very, very often about financial wealth. But we never talk about emotional wealth. And why, why, why is that so important? Because in life, we have to understand that we walk by faith and not by our feelings. What are we led by? What directs our decisions, our actions, our words and our thoughts? We, we claim it's faith, but in actuality, it's our feelings. Yeah. And as believers, we're called to live by faith. But yet so many of us choose to live by something else, our feelings. We act on, what's that word? Impulse. In the moment, we, we, we do these things because our feelings inform our reactions to life and they direct our every step. But yet we say we walk by faith. So there's a very clear difference. So do you live by your feelings? Because truth be told, our feelings can't be trusted. The Bible says our feelings can't be trusted. The Bible scripture tells that our feelings, our hearts can't be trusted. Because it says, Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Trust in God with your heart. Not with your feelings, but with your heart. Everything in you put in God. Our hearts are deemed untrustworthy. Why? Because they are constantly 
changing. Our feelings can be influenced by others. Our feelings can be influenced by, by the world. Our influence, our feelings as a whole are altered. How then can I say to pursue emotional wealth? Having a sense of peace and joy, no matter what is going on in your life. Because every season determines your seat in it. Because you might enter into a new season, but you, you might make this assumption that the season you come in, your winning season, is a season in which you're going to be on top. But that's not true because every season that you're in determines your seat in it. Because the, the, God, the God's mission for your life doesn't change, but he might change your, your role in it. And so when we look at Chronicles and we see uh, in verse 24 and 25 that, that, that Benet was held in great honor than any of the three, but he was not included in any of the, uh, among the three because it wasn't his time. Pursuing emotional wealth, understanding that although it's not your time, you still should maintain peace and joy. Within the midst of these seasons, in the midst of these storms. Because in this way, we look at it and it looks like Benet feels some form of rejection of being someone highly regarded but not at the top. So when we struggle with rejection, what ends up happening, and it doesn't happen in, in this scripture, but for us as people, we fail. To remove the wrong people and we resent the right people. Remember I said earlier about appreciating the exposure to greatness. If we're not mindful of our feelings, we will remove the people who God has placed in our lives to guide us, to direct us, to help us through this journey. That's why there's a very, very important question to ask. When God does raise you up, when God elevates you, when God takes you to that level where you, you, you feel you need to be on, will you still be able to submit? It's interesting because when we're in the valley, yeah, that, 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 that's one thing. But when we are at the top, at the pinnacle, will you still be able to submit it all to God? Because, because it's one thing, as I said, to win, and another thing to be a winner. Yeah. So how do we un how, how do we remember to walk by faith and not by our feelings? Our faith is rock solid if we have placed it in God. Because God is unchanging. God is perfect. God, God, God is sovereign. And this is what should govern and determine how we speak, how we think, how we act, how we operate throughout life. Not our ever-changing, easily influenced feelings. We look at Benaiah and, and we understand that if he were us, he, would, he, he, he wouldn't want any parts of David. Because he felt in that case, I have done all of this. Why am I not the one being recognized? Why am I not the one being honored? But he understood that it was not his season. So how many of us today 
are understanding that it's not our season. How many of us are understanding that 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 although we're not at the pinnacle, we're still in this journey called life. And it's so important to understand that the Bible says this all the time, do not be anxious about anything. But in everything with prayer and supplication, make your request known to God because this peace, remember I said about the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your heart. If God has your heart, God directs your path. If God has your heart, you can pursue emotional wealth. The people who have a lot of money aren't usually the ones who are happy. But the ones who don't have much, you'd be surprised, are the ones who, who can be happy despite the fact. And that is so important for us to understand to not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. Transformed. We walk by faith and not by sight. But I want to go a step further because it also says to walk by the Spirit. And not gratify the desires of the flesh, the desires of the world, because the desires of the flesh are against the spirit. And it keeps you from doing the things that you want to do. If you want to pursue emotional wealth, the flesh in you is not going to want you to do that. Emotional wealth is peace and joy despite what's going on in your life. Why would a devil want you to have that? Why would he? Okay, the devil comes to what? Steal, kill, and destroy. So why would he want you to have emotional wealth? And what, what, what that is, is the voice of the devil that's in you giving you, what's that word? Fear. Doubt. Questioning yourself. But we understand that all things work together for those who are called according to his purpose and his purpose is to walk by faith live by faith and not by your feelings it's not one little thing to get 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 uh, uh, excited about it's a reminder that in life we can be sad but we can't stay there. In life, we can be sad, but we can't stay there. We can go through depression, but we can't stay there. We have these moments where we go through all these emotions, but the emotions do not determine our future. But walking by faith and allowing God to direct our path and understand that in each season, it won't be the same. It won't be the expectation we might have for our lives. But if God be for us, who can be against us? If God has said this is what it needs to be, then who am I to question God? 
Benaiah didn't question God's purpose. Noah didn't question God's purpose. Jesus did not question God's purpose. He didn't. They didn't. They pursued and attained emotional wealth. And this is the most important thing in life. Emotional wealth and this understand that despite what goes on around me, despite what season I am in, God is still God. So get on this journey of pursuing emotional wealth for yourself. Because that is what's going to change your life in a way that you have never expected. Pursue emotional wealth. Walk by faith and not by your feelings.